welcome to Hearts and Stripes, your one-stop shop for all things military marriage. I hope our discussions and interviews equip you with the tools to start or grow a beautiful marriage as we address the benefits and challenges of milled marriage. I believe life's most precious moments are worth celebrating, so I'll help you design your marriage blueprint in alignment with your core values. Thank you for joining us, and remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to Hearts and Stripes podcast. This is your host, Bree Carroll, here for another Heart to Heart. So if you have been living under a rock, maybe you didn't realize that we are actually in the thick of it, counting down Military Marriage Day. We are at day two of the countdown to August the 14th, Military Marriage Day. How can you get plugged into the countdown? It is easy. Head to our Facebook page, Military Marriage Day on Facebook, and you can get plugged in and tune into all of the lives and giveaways that we have going on there. So Sunday, we started the countdown. We had some relaxation. We talked about reconnection. We talked about refreshing for Sunday. And we have Money Monday today. So you're going to want to catch the lives that are related to that. And then a full week of different themes, all with the common 2021 theme of connection that we will be talking about specifically for our service couples, amazing giveaways, and you are not going to want to miss it. So head to militarymarriageday.com, check out the lineup to see everything we have planned for the week. It is not too late for you to RSVP and be entered to win some of these giveaways. So you're going to want to RSVP. And then before we start the MMD Summit, our two-day staycation for you to invest in your relationship, you can still get those tickets while supplies last no it's not too late you can get tickets all up until the last day but don't wait till the last minute to get it because you don't want to forget you really want to be intentional that's what this holiday is all about being intentional about strengthening your relationship you can do all of that and more at militarymarriageday.com so be sure that you head there now so we are still in our replay series I'm really excited about this one it comes from the spouse angle this is an interview that we did with them last year talking about military marriage day 2020 so you get to hear some of the excitement from our initial, our inaugural celebration, if you will. Um, So listen in to this replay from the spouse angle. You know, we love to collaborate here on this platform. So please follow that podcast, check out all the great things that they have going on there. And I hope that you enjoy this episode of the replay. As I walk through marriage as a military spouse, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate. It is not easy, right? It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Um, there are times when you are frustrated during a deployment or you are you feel like if you have little people that you are a single mom and you maybe didn't sign up to be a single parent, right? When you got married. So there's all these different experiences that we walk through in our marriage. You're listening to The Spouse Angle, a podcast breaking down the news for military spouses and their families. I'm your host, Natalie Gross, and this is episode 41. Move over, National Donut Day. There's a new holiday in town, and it's all about celebrating military couples. 
If you're on social media at all, you may have seen all the posts and announcements about the inaugural military marriage date, which just took place on August 14th. On today's show, you are going to get a behind-the-scenes look at what it's like to create a new holiday and why organizers thought it was important enough to celebrate military marriage in the first place. Military Marriage Day was the brainchild of Brie Carroll, who I am so excited to have on for you guys today. Brie is an Air Force spouse of six years, a mom of three military kids, a wedding and event planner, and host of the Hearts and Stripes podcast. She was also recently named the Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year for 2020. So a woman of many talents. Brie, I'm so thankful that you came on the show. Did I miss anything in that intro that you want to add? No, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for having me on. You definitely covered all the things. (laughs) Hashtag all the things, right? Um, (laughs) So I am really excited to be here and kind of share a little bit about what we've been working on here recently, specifically Military Marriage Day. Let's start there. I'd love to hear more about that. So tell us about the inaugural Military Marriage Day and how it went. Sure. So I'll take you back a little bit. Um, So in receiving the title for uh, the 2020 Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year, I had some fantastic spouses and kind of mentors reach out and kind of ask me, like, what is my platform? What are some things I'm passionate about and really want to see happen in that year? And one of the three things um, was celebrating and with being a wedding and event planner, you know, I love a good party, a good time. Um, And celebrations are something that's really important to me and always have been since I've been growing up. I like to make a big deal of people's uh, birthdays and things. So in thinking about celebrations, I was trying to figure out a way how to get people celebrating their marriages. And I had this crazy idea one day um, when I noticed like, you you know how you see the little funny today is taco day or today is national milkshake day or, you know, little things like that. I was just like, why can't we have a holiday that celebrates marriage and specifically military marriages? So I started doing some research and I bounced the idea off of some of my mentors and, and fellow people. Um, in the military spouse space and to see, you know, was this just a good idea to me or is this something that other people would would find value in? And um, what I ended up doing is I just did the homework of how to establish a holiday. And um, I I can tell you the story about how we landed on the date, really. Um, I was talking with Corey Weathers, another, um, she was a military spouse of the year. She won the overall for her year, I believe that was 2015. And she is well known in the space of dealing with military marriages or helping couples in military marriages. And I was just chatting with her because, you know, May is like military month. Um, We have all types of great celebrations in May. And I was bouncing the idea off of her and I was like, well, maybe we can put it at the end of May. And we're like, no, we don't want to compete with other holidays and things. And we put our heads together. We said, well, what's six months past or in between, if you will, Valentine's Day. And that six point point, that six month point, excuse me, is August the 14th. So that's how we got to figure out a day to kind of break up your year and different opportunities to focus on love and your marriage. And this past um, August 14th, which was just Friday, when based off of when we're recording and talking right now, um, was Military Marriage Day. And we had a fantastic time. We had a week's worth of activities. 
that we went through and, and really they were opportunities for couples to engage. Um, we got the entire military spouse and veteran owned business community involved um, in the celebration. They uh, gave different giveaways and hosted different opportunities to get engaged with the couple. And that was how we counted down up to August the 14th. And then our finale celebration was the virtual celebration, which was presented by Armed Forces Insurance and First Command. And wow, I was just um, <laughs> just blown away with the end product because I love the fact that the virtual celebration, um, the, the heart of it, the anchor of it all was really storytelling. And storytelling from from different spouses and couples that were really transparent about the struggles and 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 the difficulty that they have seen in their military marriage and what they did to make it work. So if you, anyone has missed any of this stuff, they can still go back and check out the replays and and all the goodness that happened during that week. It's on our Facebook page, Military Marriage Day page on Facebook. So I, I was just really excited for everything that happened um, for that celebration. And I hope that couples that went through it and experienced it, or even that maybe missed it and want to catch up and see the replays, that they really gained something from it and found value as it strengthens their marriage. Well, you talk about storytelling. I'm obviously a huge fan. It's what I do for a living. So I want to know more about your story. I imagine that this all is very personal to you as a military spouse. You know, marriage isn't easy. Then, of course, you throw the challenges of military life on top of that, whether it's separation, isolation, et cetera. So I would just really love to know more about you, your military spouse journey, what you have experienced in your own marriage, and where your passion for strengthening military marriages really comes from. Yeah, so um, the passion for it real com really comes down into the, the not so good parts of, of a person's story. So I always kind of have to reflect back to the fact that coming up, I had a lot of unhealthy relationships and um, I kind of struggled. I stumbled through um, relationships that one was abusive or one was just demeaning and I was talked down to a lot. And just seeing that pattern of going through unhealthy relationships was a testament to kind of how I valued myself in the positioning that I was putting myself in. And one of the things that I realized um, was kind of my defining moment is I was in a two bedroom apartment in Del Rio, Texas, and I was being strangled by a man that I thought that I would marry. And I can remember looking up at the ceiling, this popcorn ceiling on this beautiful Texas sunny day and thinking to myself, how did I get here? Like, what, what happened? Like, how did I get to this point? And I remember because I was a God girl, I remember being able to utter the words through being strangled and saying, I don't see God in you. And, and honestly, me being able to even say that, I was amazed because he was just so much bigger than me and, and I could barely breathe at the time. And it echoes back in my mind, even now, as I think about the things that I do, I was saying that I didn't see God in him, but really I didn't see God in the plans and how I was positioning myself. And it, it was really something that was spoken aloud for myself to remind myself. 
So I was able to get out of that unhealthy situation and started a journey of self-improvement and and through going through an encounter, which uh, the church that I was connected to at that time had us go through, it was like a spiritual retreat. I really started digging through all of the the hurts and all of the letdowns and all of the the expectations and things that I had to kind of heal from in my life personally so that I could show up whole. And it's funny because as I went on that journey of self-improvement, that is when I met the love of my life. My best friend, um, my husband, my now spouse. um, And it was while he was going through pilot training at Laughlin Air Force Base. And that's where we connected and met. And there was just so much power. We instantly connected. Um, it was it was like I, I like to tell people on our second date, we were talking about like credit scores and like some real serious <laughs> lifestyle that doesn't seem really romantic, but it was just like we just knew. And, and I always feel like, and that's why even though I talk a lot about marriage, I like to talk about uh, what you do personally, your individual growth, and how you show up. Um, because had I not started that self that self care, um, going through just getting myself mentally well and valuing myself, then I never would have been able to receive the opportunity of being in a union in a covenant with my husband. So that's why I get really passionate about seeing couples thrive because I know the relationship that I have, the marriage that I have is special. It's unique. I've seen the, the the bad stuff in other relationships. And I really am excited about being proactive about um, how we care for our relationship, how we continue to make it exciting, um, and, and just kind of how it will help us and propel us into doing some things that we want to do in the future. So that is really the story behind why I'm passionate about marriage. And then as I walk through marriage as a military spouse, I'm sure a lot of your listeners can relate. It is not easy, right? It's not all sunshine and rainbows. Um, there are times when you are frustrated during a deployment or you are you feel like if you have little people that you are a single mom and you maybe didn't sign up to be a single parent, right, when you got married. So there's all these different experiences that we walk through in our marriage. And it is challenging but it is so rewarding and worth it when you keep your mind focused on that end thing, that end goal, whatever it is that motivates you. And actually during the storytelling in Military Marriage Day, we had Taya Kyle um, of the Chris, what was the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation um, is now the Taya and Chris Kyle Foundation. She spoke about how she was working through her marriage and she had some tough times and she had an image in her mind about them growing old and it's Christmas. And, 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 you know, they were enjoying this time together, old and gray. And that was the thing that was keeping her propelling forward. And that's the same kind of thing that I want to motivate couples to do now go for that in game, you know, be intentional about working on your marriage, strengthening your marriage, finding ways to connect and grow together and build something that you're excited for and that leaves a legacy for your kids to like, ooh, I can't wait to be married like mom and dad or have something special like they had. You know, just have that vision in your mind that you can that can propel you into 
whatever is next, whatever that next deployment is, whatever the next TDY is, whatever the next PCS as I'm going through right now is, but something that keeps your mind on that end game. Yeah, that's so powerful. And thank you so much for sharing your story. Yeah, yeah. So you mentioned deployments. You know, I've talked with a lot of spouses and veterans over the years who have just talked about how difficult that reintegration period can be Mm -hmm. um, after a service member comes back from a deployment. And of course, if they're dealing with PTSD or survivor's guilt or anything like that, sometimes that can even lead to certain behaviors that drive a wedge in a marriage as well. I would be curious to hear if any of that resonates with you or sort of what you've observed just generally in the military community. Yeah. So in our, um, just our military community, like we, we just talked about like military marriage in and of itself is just different from regular marriages. I take it a step further in saying every military marriage then is also very different depending on what branch you're serving in, whatever type of uh, duty or type of service they're doing. It, it yields different experiences. So I can say that Fortunately for us, our reintegration was not as hard as maybe it would be for some others. And and I mean that from the perspective of my husband is a pilot. He flies. We, we try to be very intentional to never make it feel like dad is completely gone as much as we can. You know, we still FaceTime and, and, and still try to ensure that he still feels very present in our family during that time. Um, And so we never had any issues when it came to PTSD or um, really tough challenges with reintegration. A lot of it is scheduling, um, getting him on a routine, you know, getting him on the routine that we've kind of started with the family. But what I can see from other couples is they don't always have it as easy. There are some situations and some places that my husband may go and and other spouses, um, significant others may go where they're unable to talk about what they've done, what they've seen, um, and it could be something that has really shaken them. And for those couples, I would offer to, to be proactive and ask for help before it is too late. It is not for the spouse um, to kind of have this burden of trying to figure it all out in their marriage by themselves with their spouse we have some amazing clinicians and therapists and people who can walk them through that that path of um, just better understanding and maybe some healing for the active duty member if they have been in situations of trauma. Um, and I think that is is probably more so the message that I'd like to encourage. I know a lot of times people kind of shy away from wanting to seek help, but in our um, in our lives in this military lifestyle, we cannot afford to not ask for help. I mean, that's why we have so many amazing resources now. And I guess one of the things that I would like to see more of is that we bridge the gap between those resources and the families who really need it so that it's not too late when they're able to find what they need or or they're not um, just kind of blundering around because it's hit a breaking point. Um, so, so yeah, reintegration to answer your question hasn't been as bad for us. However, it's still a challenge regardless of how the person serves or where they go. Um, and, and it's definitely still something that we need to be mindful of, um, in our military lives. I wonder if there has been a particular, when you talk about military marriage being different from civilian marriages, 
if there's any particular thing, like the, even the separations, you know, we just touched on reintegration, but I'd be curious if there's like a challenge really that you guys have had to personally overcome. I think more so for us, it has been, um, separation is a huge one. Um, I think we have gotten or found our little rhythm when it comes to separation and uh, maybe some other military marriage couples can kind of relate. You kind of, it starts becoming your norm. So you start figure out, figuring out ways to make that, um, make that work for you. Um, and another thing that I would say would be just being successful or um, ambitious in our own individual ventures. I'm a huge proponent for finding fulfillment as an individual. So my husband loves what he does. He's wanted to do it since he was a child. And I never want to make him feel bad for being excited about going on a deployment to live out the mission that he's been training for or doing something that he's wanted to do all of his life. Um, in the same way, he supports me in doing things in business and speaking to people now and, and serving in the way that I'm serving. So that has been a, a balance that we kind of had to find um, to, to see how we are individually strong and how we can better support each other as we move forward. One of the ways, for example, um, that I've gotten asked about previously, he um, went on a deployment and was very hesitant because my husband is very much so family centered and be, he was hesitant to go on the deployment because I was pregnant at the time and he wasn't sure if he'd be able to get home by the time our child was born. And in that situation, I just reassured him, like, we've got this. We're a team. You're going to do and go out and do, you know, what you have to do in that mission. And having that understanding and being kind of secure in our individual selves and how we are successful and can sustain our home and things, that just made it so much easier to walk through that time of a deployment where I was really like, wearing all the hats and having a little one. And I'm so grateful for our community that is um, circled around us from the squad, from our squadrons, um, people who did meal trains, um, from our church family, and even our family who, who understood what we were going through as a, as a military family in that time and were able to support us. So those are the challenges that kind of we've had to to work through. And I guess the other one is just, um, you know, we all make mistakes and just being very kind to one another and forgiving one another when it comes to um, accidents or mishaps and things like that. My husband is he gets a, a gold star because he's always very caring when it comes to um, me not doing everything right. Like we don't hold these unrealistic expectations for one another. We're going to make mistakes. We may say things that didn't come out right or our tone is different since we come from very different backgrounds. Um, so, so giving each other grace in that way has also been something that was really huge for us. Yeah, I love that you've already started to give some advice on this episode. I was going to actually ask you that next because um, <laughs> yeah. you recently posted something on your Instagram page that I love because I'm a huge Hamilton fan, but you posted some military marriage tips that you can learn from Hamilton. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So I would love it if you could share those with listeners as well as any other personal advice that you want to share from your own experiences. And I definitely want to highlight some of the positive side too, as you have already started to do. 
Absolutely. So um, what we did for Military Marriage Day, as we counted it down, I did a Hearts and Strengths podcast takeover. That's our part, the, my podcast. We talk up all about strengthening military marriage. And for that takeover in that day, we counted down 10 lessons that we can learn from Hamilton because most people don't think about it, but um, Hamilton, um, Elizabeth and Alexander Hamilton, they are a military couple. So their military marriage, we could learn a lot from from them and from that musical, which we absolutely love. Like we still listen to the soundtrack now. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. So some of the lessons and things that um, we shared kind of in that and you can still go back to uh, Military Marriage Day Facebook page and see kind of how we counted those down. Um, but one of them was, for example, we talked about the the song uh, I'm not going to waste my shot. And Alexander Hamilton was just very passionate about wanting to make a difference and being seen. And oftentimes he he made a lot of mistakes in his life and in his marriage because he was so ambitious and so much so trying to run for and reach for this thing. And I think it takes us understanding that as I mentioned, individually, we need to feel fulfilled in what we're doing. And that's what he was chasing after, right? That fulfillment of, feet, of be, making a mark and doing something big because he was an orphan and people thought less than him. So he was trying to prove himself. And I think as in a military spouse relationship, it's awesome that we are able to just say and show to one another, hey, I see you. I see that you're doing amazing things and, and just being that positive voice that can kind of calm that that raging uh, inside of them that's kind of saying like, oh, I got to go after this next thing. Um, another lesson that we kind of talked about is um, the song that when when that you hear throughout, is he ever satisfied or will it be enough? And I think acknowledging where you are is a lesson in of itself, appreciating what you have right around you. Like, I'll tell you, be completely transparent. We are in the middle of the a PCS. So we are in our home, in base housing. We don't have furniture. We don't have, uh, you know, all of our things. Our household goods have not gotten here yet. But I can tell you, I'll look around and I and that song echoes in my mind. It is enough. I'm happy to have my kids running around and playing in this empty house. It is enough. I don't need a whole bunch of stuff or, or, or things to, that are, or activities that may be distractions. Um, what we have right here in our home is enough. And that's a, a huge lesson that I think um, Hamilton kind of shows as, as Alexander Hamilton continued to seek outside of his home that fulfillment and trying to find and be enough. So those are kind of two of the lessons that we that we break down from the musical Hamilton. There's so much more as far as like relationships and having uh, people in your corner that support your relationship. And there's so many nuggets in that movie. And if you haven't watched Hamilton, take it from us. You should go see. You should go watch it. Absolutely. Definitely worth a Disney Plus subscription for sure. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> Well, going back to Military Marriage Day, I'm curious, like, how does one go about establishing a holiday? What's the process to even get started with that? Sure. So there's a lot of different um, steps that you can take to establishing um, a holiday. Um, there are several paying sites, like you can pay to be listed on um, different sites like National Today and um, 
uh, calendar.com and all these other sites. Um, but at the heart of it, really, for anyone who is interested in starting a holiday, it starts with you just establishing it. You have to have a written document, if you will, that says when it was established, who it was established for, um, the reasoning behind it, um, just a lot of the background information. It needs to be something that uh, is Googleable, if you will. So having it on a site, it doesn't have to be a standalone site, but uh, we did choose to make it a standalone a standalone site at militarymarriageday.com. Um, and, and it just shows the history from there you can go through different processes of um, getting the word out about your holiday. So really, that's what we did in this first year. We notified a lot of the um, calendar sites that are used for like school calendars. And um, there is actually a publication, and I'll have to get you the link for it, that publishes, it, it's it's a book that dates back 30, 40 years that publishes all of the holidays. They're very old school and how they publish, but you do send out, fill out a registration form and submit that for the publication. And I'm excited because we will be in the 2021 publication um, noted as a holiday. And that's just for a typical holiday to be a national day or um, something that's recognized on a higher level, um, you can get your city, your state, or an act of legislation um, to be passed for um, the day to be recognized. Also, you can get a presidential proclamation, one of the next steps that we'll be uh, going towards for uh, Military Marriage Day. But those last couple steps that I mentioned it just takes a little bit more time, which is fine because we're excited to celebrate year after year um, and, and work towards becoming a national day. It's just with it being an election year and everybody's really busy with the pandemic and stuff, we weren't able to see see that happen for us in the inaugural year. However, um, we are very hopeful that, that we'll see that for uh, 2021. Yeah. Well, besides getting it recognized as a national holiday, what is your ultimate vision for this? What do you hope Military Marriage Day will eventually become? Oh, yes. Fantastic question. I can throw some vision out to um, your audience. And by all means, I would love to hear what people think for Military Marriage Day, because even as I dream up this holiday, it really... um, wouldn't be fitting if it doesn't serve our military community well, right? So the vision that we have for Military Marriage Day is that it turns into a festival. And when I mean festival, I I love to think big, something where couples can come together almost like a retreat where they can enjoy maybe some performances, some different opportunities to get away and to connect and do the things that they love to do. We would love to have resources available to our couples where they can just plug in proactively as opposed to reactively. So that's getting a network of providers, clinicians, programs, um, the people who are really serving our military couples to help them better understand how to navigate their relationships. We want to make sure that they are integrated into this holiday as well and um we are hoping to actually put a resource guide on the Military Marriage Day 
website to kind of posture us to, to move in this direction. In addition to that, we'd love to have some courses that are related to Military Marriage Day that just gives couples that kind of running start. It lays a foundation for them to work on it every day because although Military Marriage Day is August the 14th, every year, we don't want you to just wait till one day to work on your, your marriage and relationship. So we want to ensure that couples are equipped so that they can continue to grow their relationships and are able to identify areas where, yeah, we might need to talk through this a little more, right? Or we maybe didn't handle this as well. I think oftentimes when you can are able to identify things early, they are so much better off and are able to resolve things that could grow and blow up to be this big, ugly thing. Um, it's when you catch those small things and you're able to talk through it um, in a way that works for the two of you, then that's where we're seeing more success. So the big end goal really is that we can see that decline in the number of divorces that are happening in our with our military couples, not just active duty. We're also talking about those after they get out because that's actually where the higher numbers are for our divorce rate. It's after they have left their commitment and that goes back to they, they are missing that piece of where they used to get fulfilled. They used to be able to focus on that mission in that service. And now they're forced to kind of get re-familiar with each other and, and navigate this civilian life. And we really want to see that divorce rate go down. Another stat that um, MFAN shows is that domestic violence is exists in our community. And that's another stat that we're hoping that Military Marriage Day can help decrease and that we can help those couples who maybe are struggling in that area or find themselves in those unhealthy relationships that they can find the resources that they need to value themselves enough to get out of those those relationships. Absolutely. I'm glad I'm glad you brought up that, you know, domestic violence statistic. We did devote two episodes to that, episode 35 and 36 recently. If listeners want to go back and check those out, those are full of some resources for you and also some storytelling, as you know, we talked about earlier, is a powerful narrative to hopefully affect some change in this. So Bree, I'm so thankful for your work and thank you so much for making time for this podcast in the midst of your move and celebrating this day and putting all that together. So Lastly, I just want to ask, where can listeners connect with you and your work online or social media? Well, yes. Thank you so much for having me. It has definitely been a pleasure. Thank you for what you do. Continue to tell stories because I really feel like that's how people can relate to one another um, and can grow and can learn. And I love a good podcast. So thank you for all that you're doing. If people are interested in getting connected with me, they can find me on Instagram at Events. I'm also B Carol Events on Facebook and on the website bcarolevents.com. If you are wanting to get plugged in with Military Marriage Day, find highlights or any of that goodness, you can also find it the website militarymarriageday.com, Military Marriage Day on Facebook and Military Marriage Day on Instagram. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spouse Angle. You can find all previous episodes and more military news content at thespouseangle.com. 
If you listen on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or elsewhere, please consider leaving us a rating or a review. And come follow us on social media as well. That's at Spouse Angle Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. That's it for me, everyone. Talk to you next week. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. This is Hearts and Stripes. We are the few, the proud, that aim high and are forged by love. Always ready, always there. We are Mill Marriage Strong.